Good morning, church. Um, I'm so excited about our new song Saturday. Today's going to look way different. I have my ukulele, um, and we're going to do something a little different today. So buckle up. It's going to be a wild ride. actually going to cover not a new song. Instead, we're going to cover how we pick new songs. Um, and in his book, The Worship Pastor, Zach Hicks calls picking a worship song, putting prayers on the lips of the people. And when you think about it, there's a lot of truth in that. I mean, how many times do you leave a service with with a song in your head? Or how many times do you sing a song that you heard maybe on Sunday or a song that you have heard on Sundays? in the car or in the shower or when you're by yourself or when you're with people, maybe in public. Uh, how many times do you do that? Or even think about this. How often do you just sing the words that are on the screen and assume, assume their truth? Right? Right. And, and, and the solution is, is twofold, of course. I want you to look at the screen and really, really meditate on the words and say like, okay, okay, is this true? How is this true of my life? Right, all of those things. But also, we really want you to be able to trust us with that. And every time you sing the words wholeheartedly on the screen, that's what you're doing. You're trusting us with that. And so that is an awesome responsibility that we do not take lightly. And so of course we have a metric in which we choose songs. And so what I want to do right now is I just want to let you in a little bit on that metric. Um, these are actually something called the path values. And this is um, a system that was developed by my mentor that um, I tweaked a little bit that I love and that I think is is, is a really healthy way of looking at it. Um, it isn't in any certain order. It's in it's in and the order that the acronym really works. Um, I actually think that the most important one is about halfway through. Um, but yeah, um, so the path value. So it starts out with P, um, which is participational, right? We want every song that we sing to be a song that the church could join in with, not just in word, but also like, like emotionally, right? Like we don't want this to be such a, a personal song that it misses most of the crowd, right? So like if we sing something like this, like a, like a, I lost my dog on Tuesday night. It wasn't what I thought it'd be. Right, like a song like that, Okay, um, it may be really good if a person actually lost their dog on a Tuesday night. They show up for a Sunday worship service, and all of a sudden it's like, man, this song is for me, right? But but that isn't really what we want. We want everyone in the congregation to say, man, I connect with this song. Not only that, but think lyrically too. Like there's um, um, a lot of hymns that really worked um, melodically years ago, but would be much harder for us as a congregation now, like, um, like, like a, Hallelujah. Well, that's a difficult thing to sing. Um, and so, and so instead, 
who want our lyrics to um, encapsulate and hit all of our congregation and we want our melodies to be easily singable. Um, and so, so you might say, man, all these worship songs are really simple. Well, yeah, that's kind of on purpose, right? We want everyone to really be able to sing along with it. So that's P, that's, that's participational. Um, our next one is awe and majesty. We want every song to reflect the awe and the majesty of God, which is important. This is, this is the thing why we're here. Um, and, and why this is something that even has to be on the list is, because there are a lot of songs in our culture right now that maybe reflect more the awe and majesty of me, right? I mean, there are a lot of even worship songs that we're more of the main character than God. Um, like, like, think about this song for a second. I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me, not against me. I am who you say I am. Yes, I am who you say I am. Right? So a chorus like that has its place in a church. It does. It does. It absolutely does. Um, I'm not in any way dogging on this song. In fact, I think it's an incredibly powerful song when it's used in the right context, right? You sing this when a church is going through something. Man, you sing this when a church needs its confidence back. You sing this with a church who is who's struggling with identity. Um, but what would be a shame is if every song was was more focused on truths about us rather than truths about God, right? Because a worship service, um, it involves us, but it isn't about us, it's about God. Um, and, and so that's why instead, we want the majority of our songs to be completely God-centric, even though a song like the one I just played is, is a truly powerful worship song. We just want to, we want to use something like that really sparingly and really intentionally. Um, yeah, so it's A. So um, path, so we have participational, all majesty. The last, um, and the T is truth. This is the one that I think is, is probably the most important, right? This is the one where we honestly start with, okay, is it true? Is, are the words we about to say, are they true? I mean, does it match up with scripture? Not only is it true anecdotally, is this something I could point to and say, yes, this is in scripture, therefore it is true. Otherwise, we just throw it out, right? If it if it isn't something that I could like wholeheartedly back up with scripture, we toss it out. And this is a real thing. I mean, I, I mean, we have wrestled and wrestled and wrestled with songs, and the songs that are the songs that we sing on stage, we wrestle and wrestle and wrestle with. We don't take chances here. Right? We want to make sure what we're singing is true. This is probably the one that I think is the most important. Um, although I would I would also argue with awe and majesty. Right? They go hand in hand. Um, our last one, P-A-T-H, is history. Okay, Do we sing in, do we join in with the songs of 
of the saints. And that's, and that's, that's the first part of this. And so like, that's why it's so important that, that we throw in hymns, right? Am I, am I singing songs that my grandfather sang or that his dad sang or that his grandfather sang, right? Joining in with them, it reminds us of how God was faithful to them. Like, here's a song that um, resonates with me only because it really resonated with my grandfather, only because it really resonated with his dad. Um, um, I've come to the garden alone While the dew is still on the roses And the voice I hear as he draws me Right, so I sing that song, and instantly my mind is flooded with the images of, of, of how the Lord was faithful to my grandfather. Right, and that's important. Right, it by no means do we as a church wish to erase the faith journeys of our, our forefathers. Right, by no means. It's actually it's actually important that we keep singing their songs to remind us. Okay, God was faithful to my grandfather. He'll be faithful to me. God was faithful to my 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 mother. He'll be faithful to me, right? It's it's important to keep reminding ourselves of that, even if you're a new Christian. Reminding yourself, okay, God was faithful to the church when, right? Like that's that's a very important um, recognition to have. And also, when we say history, so we don't just mean okay, the songs of the saints before us. We also mean, does this reflect a work that God has done in the past? Right? Does this, and I'll, I'll just give you an example. So, um, so, uh, I won't forget the wonder of how you brought deliverance to the exodus of my heart. Right? That song automatically makes you remember the incredible work God did in the Exodus. Right? And that's that's important. That's the thing that we see in Scripture, actually. So right after the Exodus, right after they walk through the Red Sea, the Israelites sing a song called uh, the Song of Moses. <clears throat> in Revelation 15, right after God rescues his people um, from like hell. Um, for all of eternity, all the Christians at that time actually sing the same song of Moses. It's 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 an important thing we see throughout Scripture, and 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 the point being this that like man, what I'm going through, God God has been faithful to me in the past, right? So if I'm staring at a sea now, God was faithful. 
who when like other Israelites, other Christians have faced the sea before, right? It's really important that we remind ourselves constantly of the works of God. So we have um, P, participational. We want, to, we want to do what reaches everyone. A, all in majesty. Every song should reflect the all in majesty of God. T, truth. Is it true? Is it supported and backed by Scripture? Can we find it in Scripture? And H, joining them with the songs of the saints' history on that one. So those that's how we judge and measure and approve songs here in our church, by using those path values. And so, so what I would hope now is as you're going in um, on a Sunday morning and you're singing these songs, you're like, oh, okay, this is true. This is participational. Um, oh, wow, yeah, look at that. I mean, that's a reference to what God did all the way back in in Jeremiah or, or something like that. And, okay, yeah, yeah, this definitely reflects the all and majesty of God. That's, that's our hope now, that you would leave every service with that um, at the forefront of your mind. Um, what I want to do now is I just want to pray for us now as a church. Um, that we would keep singing songs that reflect these values and that we as a church we would latch on to these songs that we would make these songs our own. Um, God, you are holy and you are kind. Father, I ask that you would lead us as a church. You would fill us with wisdom as a church. That you would guide us as a church. Father, help us, help us to take these songs, Father, um, in and glorify you with them. Help us to latch on to these songs. Help us to make these songs our anthems. Um, please, Holy Father, in your holy and precious name I pray. Amen. Amen. Have a good day. Um, I'll see you tomorrow at church.